Hey human, this is Tom, and uh, the mp3 you're going to hear tonight uh, is a channeled meditation that I did on Facebook Live on uh, Friday, December 1st. I also put a uh, recorder, um, well, I recorded it separately in a digital recorder so I could uh, uh, bring it uh, to you here. I've had a couple of clients mention that they don't use Facebook and they're curious about this meditations. Um, starting to do a series of them, and so I recorded this one, so here here you go. I want to be really clear in this little intro. You'll get a whole intro on what it's about and what it's for and all that, but in this little brief intro, I want to be really clear that channeled material will affect your consciousness. So the first 13 minutes, uh, when you hear me say introduce the meditation, the first 13 minutes and 15 seconds are me talking about what's going on. But then we start the meditation. So I want to encourage you to listen to this when you have, you know, an hour and 15 minutes or whatever to set aside. And you're not driving. You're not trying to do something. We want you to pay attention to the vibration in the channeling and be able to participate. And you'll have to close your eyes. But I'm just saying, don't operate that backhoe. Don't choose to build that skyscraper or dig that giant hole uh, in the middle of a field with equipment while you're listening to this. I just want to be really clear. Most of the MP3s that I put up here on SoundCloud are me talking. And um, this one, in fact, is different. It's channeling. So just uh, take some time out and uh, listen to it when the time is right. So, so basically, when I stop talking here, it's 13 minutes and 15 seconds until the meditation starts. I hope you enjoy it. Take care. Uh, welcome. My name is Tom Jacobs. We're starting over uh, um, after a little tech glitch with me not doing something correctly. Um, I'm an evolutionary astrologer and a channel and an energy worker. I'm on the web at tdjacobs.com. And of course, here on Facebook, Evolutionary Astrology and Channeling with Tom Jacobs. And um, tonight is a meditation for boundaries. I'm going to give you some channeled perspectives on what boundaries are, how they can work. And um, also, I'm going to lead you through a meditation to work on them within yourself. So you'll have the option of um, receiving energy work through the vibration coming through my voice. And we can connect if you want to. I'll give you kind of instructions on how to uh, opt into receiving the energy work. And um, I'm going to be channeling Ascended Master Jehudi, also known as Thoth, Saint Germain, and Hermes and Merlin, and he's a teacher, scribe, mediator, uh, basically all the communication and, and go-betweens and messenger, all that kind of archetypes uh, in all kinds of cultures across uh, Earth history, uh, that's him. He's mythologized in, in, in almost all, if not all, Earth cultures. Uh, what he does is uh, helps explain whatever we need in order to evolve. So he has, uh, he basically is this level of consciousness that is an inexhaustible um, data set. You could think of it as a data stream that, that, that uh, channels I can and other people can tap into. And he will explain to us whatever it is that we need to evolve. So he'll answer anybody's questions. And my association with him began when I started asking, uh, after I'd learned some, some cool things from human astrologers about soul and astrology, I wanted more and more detailed and deeper answers. And so he started tutoring me uh, that way he came forward. So um, he's the one who'll be primarily talking during the channel meditation. And then um, 
Uh, I'm also going to be bringing through the energy of Archangel Metatron, and he will not be speaking, but the vibration will be affected. Um, I'm going to carry both of those vibrations, and then I'll ask you at some point to opt in if you want to receive energy work during the meditation. And that works even if you're seeing the recording much later, because if you opt in, it doesn't have to be on the live call just to get the benefit from the energy work. Um, if you opt in, the vibration will come in. Uh, you're a powerful divine being, as they will remind you many times uh, during this meditation, and, um, and you opting in will open the door. So Metatron is, uh, he's um, uh, an archangel, and he's said to be one of the two angels who had been at one point human and then went through a transformational process and uh, to become to become angel, right? To kind of uh, leave behind the, the, the limitations and the trappings of human uh, personality that would keep him from his divine nature. So now he's gone through that process and he is available to help us um, gain integrity, become more self-respecting, to um, cease compromising on building self-respect. That's a huge part of, uh, of what he is about. And um, uh, he's a very intense figure. He's a very intense figure. And some of you who are familiar with me channeling Ascended Master Jehudi over the years, um, prior to 2012, prior to August of 2012, it was only Jehudi that I channeled verbally. When I brought in Metatron's energy, my whole my whole deal here, my whole body, my chakra system, everything adjusts, and the voice will change, and the energy will change. And what Metatron wants is for us to not compromise on self-respect. That will become apparent in some of the decisions that uh, the beings will ask you uh, to make uh, tonight. Jehudi is content in um, answering all questions and talking endlessly. I'm not trying to put him put this. This archetype down, but there's a um, he will talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Metatron is uh, one of the one who says, um, uh, "Just stop it, <laughs> whatever that silly thing is that's making you crazy. Just stop it." So um, the, the the two together, um, it's a it's a good combo. It's a good combo. So what will happen uh, is the med meditation will be approximately one hour. And uh, you, for people who are accustomed to using Facebook to read three lines or get links to an article or do something quickly and then move on, um, an hour is necessary. It's kind of the minimum for deep work. Uh, a lot of the channeling um, energy work MP3s that I offer through my through tdjacobs.com, through my site, are 90 minutes long, and one of them is two and a half hours long. Uh, I can't do the math on that, but it's long. And um, uh, the reason is because we, we have to spend four or five, six minutes getting settled into a grounded state, and then things take time to unfold, and we have to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And we don't just jump into the deep end. We ease into it. Um, so it kind of requires an hour. So if you're watching this intro either either live and you know you don't have time to do the meditation, you can come back later. And if you're watching the recording and are just clear you don't have an hour after I'm done introducing things, you know, just, just be aware of that. Uh, it takes time to shift your consciousness. It takes a commitment to take the time to do it. So um, I can attest after a number of uh, what I call upgrades and and periods and episodes of being stretched by these two beings to be able to channel and do energy work, uh, to be able to operate on their the level of their frequencies and their consciousness, which is 
which is much more than what our human brains typically do, I can uh, I, I promise you it's worth it. Taking some time out, planning an hour, in this case an hour and 15, you know, hour and 20 minutes, to, um, to really let this process happen. This is uh, posted uh, for free. You can access this for free anytime you like. Uh, in the description of the event is also a PayPal link to donate if you want to send some energy back my way, uh, if you find benefit from this and appreciate the opportunity to do this. And that's the same with the, with the clearing shame meditation we did a few weeks ago. So that's who the two beings are. What will happen tonight is I'm going to uh, bring those, um, bring myself to their frequencies. And so I'm going to adjust my frequency at, at while I'm leading you into a grounding meditation. So I will ask you to close your eyes, let your breathing be easy and relaxed, get rid of stress and tension. We'll take a few minutes to descend into a grounded space. I'll ask you to connect with the earth and breathe the energy of the earth up into your body. Um, and then at a certain point, I will ask you to decide that you're willing to let the energies coming through my voice affect you. That will be the, um, the signal that we're going to start the energy work. And then Jehudi will talk and you'll hear the, my voice change quite, quite noticeably. Uh, also, you know, also uh, sentence patterns, but also the quality and the energy of my voice. It's already starting now. Uh, you can hear my voice changing a little because I've been prepping to, uh, to bring the, the, the beings, uh, bring myself to the level of those beings. Throughout the meditation, he will talk and periodically he'll explain boundaries from your soul's point of view, from a spiritual point of view, and how we can evolve into having healthy boundaries in any relationship. And along the way, uh, they typically have us make decisions. They'll ask you to make decisions silently in your mind. And um, the more, you know, some of you might be accustomed to, to speaking even during meditation, but, but uh, the less we engage our linear minds and our, and our mouths, which are connected, uh, then the more effect is, is possible with the, uh, with the energy work and the meditation. So do those, they'll say, decide in this moment that everything's fine and you're safe, or decide you're willing to give back energy, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's my phrase, but, but uh, they'll want you to do it silently in your mind. Um, if you doze off, that's fine. You can come back. If you want to listen to it later, you can come back and, again, do it as many times as you want um, in the video section of my work page. And um, sometimes we doze off because a part of us under the surface needs to, be, needs to come to the fore and we need to not be conscious so that part gets more attention. So if you feel drowsy, don't force yourself to stay awake. Don't worry about it. Don't think you missed anything. Your, your brain might have missed the words but uh, it's getting into your field, especially if you opt into letting the, the vibrations uh, get through to you. So as I said, we'll do that for about an hour and uh, I'll periodically open my eyes, keep an eye on the clock. And um, when we're finished, we'll wrap it up and there'll be a closing, it'll be obvious, but I will um, let you know now, some people really enjoy staying in that meditative grounded you know, almost sleepy snoozy space. And that's fine for you to do that. Take it easy on yourself and be gentle with yourself because you might not be aware of what is changing, what is being affected. But when you receive energy work, your field and consciousness are affected 
And sometimes you're, you're drowsy and sleepy and you don't realize why. Sometimes you're drained of energy. Sometimes you might forget for hours to drink water, so have water ready. Uh, you also, uh, over the next few days, might find your physical body adjusting to the, to the energy work. So, the, so relationship boundaries have a lot to do with the second chakra. The first is located around the anus. The second is above that, uh, associated with the, the uh, procreative organs and the kidneys in that area. And then the third is the solar plexus in the belly, right above the, the belly button. Any of those three are fair game for being affected, as well as any others, but particularly the lower three chakras. There's this thing that happens, and I want to keep this intro brief, but there's a thing that happens... In the root chakra, we define ourselves in terms of the people and places we come from. So family, community, ancestry, heritage, all those traditional things, nation, you know, all these things. The society we're born into and in which we live. And um, the second chakra above that, we may define ourselves in terms of how others treat us and how we treat them. How we expect them to treat us, how they expect us to, be, to treat them. All these kinds of things about the back and forth. Third chakra is when we define ourselves in terms of personal power and building self-respect and self-care. So because the second chakra is that individual one-on-one -on -one communication and exchange, we can get weird circuits and shoots and ladders going on between the first, second, and third. It's possible to have them with any chakras, but a lot with the second chakra because if you define yourself in terms of who you were expected to grow into being that might affect how you second chakra, how you interact with people one-on-one. -on -one. And if you make decisions to be liked, we're going to talk about this, I'll bet. Uh, if you make decisions in order to be liked and accepted to try to make sure you're safe in your second chakra, your third chakra is unhappy. So basically, just be aware that any of those three could have major shifts if you're, if you're drawing in this work and, and really letting this happen. Uh, let me see if there's anything else. Oh, well, along those lines... Um, you, over the next few days, you might feel things in the lower part of your body or your middle, including your torso, digestive organs, etc. You may feel changes because the organs and the body and the muscles and the fascia respond after energy work. So just be gentle with yourself and be aware that things might shift around. Okay, we are getting close. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. So I'm going to ask you uh, now to uh, close your eyes and um, get comfortable where you're sitting and let your breathing be easy and relaxed but full. And as you breathe, just notice what it feels like in different parts of your body. Just scan your body and be aware of what's going on. And whatever you find, decide that it is okay. Decide that during this meditation, decide silently in your mind that you are willing to let go of stress and tension that may have come up today or the last few days or weeks or from whenever.
And also, please decide that you are willing to release, surrender, get rid of the energies of other people you may have been carrying for any reason. We'll talk about this at length. We'll explain how and why we do this and why it's important not to do it. So just state your willingness to shed what doesn't belong to you. And then please send energetic cords or cables or conduits from the bottoms of your feet and your root chakra down into the earth. It doesn't have to go far, but it might. And draw on every inhale, until further notice, the energy of the earth fully and deeply into your body. And as you breathe, connect all the parts of your body together, letting this energy fill your entire body. And now we transition, this is Jehudi speaking, and the vibration will shift soon to reflect Metatron's presence as well, or that the channel is uh, located and connected with Metatron as well. My, one of my main goals is to teach you always to every day ground to the earth so you can be fully and peacefully in your body, to be grounded, connected. Of course, before all of these meditations that we do with you, we ask you to do this, but it is, uh, it is my wish and it is your, uh, will benefit you and your journey tremendously if you cultivate a willingness to be grounded all the time to maintain a conscious awareness of cords into the earth from the bottoms of your feet and your root chakra as you go, as you work, as you eat, as you travel. So until further notice, you welcome the energy of the earth fully and deeply into your body while you are alive and in a body. The earth is your spiritual mother. You've heard things like this. The earth is your mother, and it is true. The earth is a being, a portion of divine consciousness, not that dissimilar from your souls and from uh, me and Metatron and everybody else. A portion of consciousness, it has a particular job, and it is to hold space for you uh, during your evolutionary journey as a human. Your soul learning about being on this planet through being in a body. And so scan your body as you breathe and where you find tension. Decide that you are ready to relax that tension and let it go. To relax in order to receive the supportive energy of the earth who is your mother. Now our topic for this meditation is relationship boundaries. We could also call it something related to healthy boundaries, developing, maintaining healthy boundaries. One of the messages that I have to share with you is a, to begin with, before we get deeply into uh, shifting things and the energy work portion, is uh, for you to understand that most of you have come to believe that boundaries are imaginary lines that you aren't even aware of, 
until somebody crosses one and you feel violated and hurt and you are angry as a result of being hurt and you might uh, raise your voice, you might uh, be angry with somebody, you might cut someone off, you might uh, not trust that person anymore, etc. This is a default, frankly, I say this with respect to all of you, all of you souls learning as being human, but it is a spiritually immature to carry that conception. For you to own that you have the power that your soul does have. For you, in other words, to carry the wisdom of soul, to get closer to embodying the power that you as a divine being do have. It is while you are human to own the power to say yes, please, and no, thank you. You've heard the channel say this with and without me with him. He talks about it constantly because I talk about it constantly. It is a challenge to tune in to what you do like, to give yourself permission to like something, to want something, and to say yes, please, to it, to risk rejection, to risk being told no, and then also to say no thank you to what doesn't work for you. And so I ask you at the outset here to consider a new definition of boundaries and to understand that you are responsible for owning this. It is up to you as an individual to make a decision about the kinds of things that you want to experience and the kinds of things that you do not want to experience. Instead of working from a list of things you're clear you don't want because they have violated you in the past, instead of a reactionary fear-based Maybe I should be, maybe I need to be hypervigilant against threats in the future. Instead of that, state the kinds of things you want and things you don't want. And then when things you don't want come to you, you are free to say no thank you. This is your divine power. I make it sound so easy. But of course, we have all those layers of human interactions and relating and the need to be liked and loved. All of those layers of uh, debris that may come from family in this life and many lifetimes senses of guilt or shame or regret uh, that you may carry about your choices and judgments about the choices of others, etc. So it's easy to say, just decide what you want and say no thank you to everything else. But, but it is, uh, using this as a guiding principle will help us understand navigating relationships of all kinds. We will get into this more. So that is the definition. You must decide, you must assert a positive boundary because of self-respect, because of self-care, because of self-interest. So put your attention once more on those cords into the earth. Decide to relax the openings just a little more open. Decide that you are willing to relax fully into your body connected to the earth so that you might receive the energy and support of the earth into your body as we continue. Decide please, in this moment, everything is fine and I am safe.
consider, with keeping your eyes closed, consider your surroundings. You are on a channeled meditation call with a person who is channeling an ascended master and an archangel. Everything's fine. There's no marauding army coming toward you. There's no fireball from the sky. There's no uh, hail of something terrible coming down and destroying everything. No, we're here together, relaxed, decide you're willing to receive support. And now I invite you, we offer this energy work as you tune into the vibration of the channel's voice. And also there will be some energy work happening behind the scenes as well, if you opt in. If you do not opt in, nothing will happen. You may be affected by the tone of the voice, but uh, the energy will not get to you, the active energy work that we're going to introduce. So I want for you to say, if you are open to receiving that, say, yes, please. I'm interested in receiving that. Thank you in advance. Everybody involved, Tom and the beings. Okay. So now we will proceed. This conversation about boundaries. Essentially, I'm asking you to evolve out of a sense of victimhood regarding boundaries. It can be quite an important turning point for many humans to get to the place where they realize it has appeared that things have been happening to them, yet in fact, they have been unconsciously co-creating everything that has ever happened to and around them. So I would like for you to decide that you're willing to entertain this uh, conception of your biography. That you have been co-creating it even when you didn't know it. You are a collection of conscious and unconscious selves. The conscious part of you has certain intentions, but the unconscious parts of you also do. And they are very often defensive in nature. Again, this history of, well, those things happened, and I did not want those things to happen to me. And they did, and I didn't have any control. I didn't have any power. I had no choice. So therefore, I'm probably not safe. I probably need to put up walls. I probably can't trust myself to relax because look what happened in the past when I trusted that person and that person crossed my boundary. And okay, yes, I learned about that boundary in the crossing when, uh, when I realized what was happening. So now you are ready to mature out of victimhood. Now you are ready to see that even your unconscious selves have been vibrating what has come to you in your life. How you can understand what's going on in your unconscious is looking at what is happening in front of you that you wouldn't choose, that you haven't expressly chosen. Those things that keep happening, those kinds of people who keep showing up to you. This is a way to reverse engineer an understanding of what is happening in your unconscious. So you look at your relationship with what is there. Well, I don't like this. Well, why don't you like it? What does it make you feel? And you go through a process of listening to this part of you who doesn't like it, who is hurt by it, who is afraid of what might happen. And you understand that in some other part of this life or elsewhere on the timeline, those things are happening. And then you say, okay, 
Let me assume this is part of my experience, but now let me assert a positive boundary. Yes, I am no longer willing to experience, insert here what you are no longer willing to experience. And this is how you can go through your biography, and I'm encouraging you to do this over the next few days and weeks following this, uh, hearing this meditation and going through this process. I'm encouraging you to list boundary problems and to understand that those other people are there to stir you into becoming willing to powerfully say yes please or no thank you. So you can rewrite the narrative that has left you disempowered in certain ways because those people are teaching you. Those people are drawing or attempting to draw power out of you as the souls that they are. Will you stand up and say no thank you to this unhappy treatment? Will you say, I'm no longer willing to carry your emotions, loved one, your hopes and fears and dreams. I'm no longer willing to carry your issues with your family, your job, your attitude, your resistance. These people are in your life, in, are in your life to cause you to say yes please and no thank you. So this is the conception of what other people are about and for. So what's happening is these other souls are agreeing to bump into you because you can't do it alone. You can't learn what you need to learn while human without intervention by other souls. So there may be some things regarding boundaries in your life people crossing boundaries that you feel cannot be forgiven. I encourage you to work repeatedly with willingness to get to the place where you can forgive, where you can see the divine play happening, that someone has violated a boundary that you didn't know you needed to assert. This is part of the, this is part of the key here. There are th things that have happened to you that have been painful in life because of boundary problems or a lack of healthy boundaries. And in essence, you might blame yourself or others. And yet what's actually happening is these souls, you and these other people, are teaching each other that they must assert yes please and no thank you. So I want you to decide right now, as you focus on the breath, the energy of the earth coming up on every breath into your body, that you are supported and you are, if you opted in, connected to uh, the two beings through this channel and his voice. And I want you to decide that you are no longer willing to harbor any self-definition based in victimhood. Please decide you're willing to see everything that's ever happened to you as serving your soul's journey to get you to say yes, please, and no, thank you. Decide once more, I'm no longer willing to define myself as a victim in any way. Now, if you cannot blame others, 
your brain might say, well, clearly, I guess I should have been blaming myself all along, and I want you to understand that that is not the point at all. Your brain is looking for ways to protect you. Your linear, logical self, the part of you that creates the narrative that proves who's right and wrong, that establishes cause and effect to explain how events occur, and why people, including you, treat each other the way they do. Your brain is in charge of the narrative and is looking to protect you and so will go out of its way to attempt to assign blame. And then you say, oh, another part of you says, oh, but I, I don't want to be somebody who blames other people. So then you're not sure what to do. What I want you to understand is this, uh, and carry with you as always, this image that you are co-creating everything you experience so your soul learns through your process. The soul says, I wonder what it's like to experience this, to feel this, and then to make that choice with that motivation, and then deal with the consequences, including feelings. What does it mean to make that choice and then have that result? The soul uh, knows that you will figure out how to bring compassion to all of your pain. Acceptance, compassion, the benefit of the doubt to yourself and others. The soul knows that you will reach an embodiment of its wisdom at some point. So if you cannot blame someone else and you do not want to blame yourself, what are you supposed to do? There is a humble acceptance waiting for every one of you. Where you have experienced pain, where you have caused pain, where there have been boundary problems with family members that have persisted for decades, or briefly with uh, people you've been involved with as friends and lovers, with your spouses, with your own, uh, the families you've created as adults, uh, colleagues, co-workers, bosses, whatever. You are co-creating everything with them. They are essentially constellating around you to show you how you can make better choices, more self-respecting, more self-caring choices. So there's a humility, a humbling that happens when you start to view every other person in your life as a divine messenger. The more you work with this image, the more certain parts of some of you will sigh a huge sigh of relief. Because even though you have experienced pain and so have others, it doesn't mean you and they are wrong and should be punished ongoingly for having done what looks like a mistake, having made what looks like a mistake. You are learning along your soul's path. You cannot do it without others intervening and interfering in your life. They are learning what their soul needs them to learn along their path. They cannot do it without you interfering and intervening along their path. This is the divine truth of it. So you no longer need see anyone as an enemy. You no longer need to fear what others might bring to you or do to you. If you have either of those, I want uh, either of those signatures, if you relate to that kind of energy or story, I want you to decide now that you are willing always to say yes, please, and no, thank you. And that 
all of your choices are based in self-respect and self-care going forward. Decide you no longer need a self-definition based in anything that is based in sh uh, shame or guilt or judgment or hatred of self or other because of what you've done or what they have done to you and with you. Strongly yet gently, strongly but fully breathe the energy of the earth up into your body, welcoming this positive influence in your body and decide that all debris related to these boundary crossings that involve blame of self or other decide that these energies cannot stay and that I, I want you to say this, I, as the divine, command that they leave. They cannot stay. Please decide that going forward, my self-definition centers on being a work in progress, learning to make choices as I go. Decide, I always have the right to say yes please and no thank you when it counts, and when I mean it, and when I need to. Given all of this information, this teaching that we are sharing with you, I want you to understand that in these unconscious parts of you are the memories of all kinds of things from many, many lifetimes. Sweet and sour, happy, unhappy, peaceful, violent, everything. And you are generally not aware of what is in your unconscious. I said earlier, you can decide, you can reverse engineer what is in your unconscious by looking at what is in front of you. We're going to continue this conversation now in terms of boundaries, in terms of the function that other people provide for you and you for them, um, with, a, with an intention to help you not just forgive, but orient toward a higher level of truth about what is actually happening. So I'm telling you, say yes and no. Yes, please, and no, thank you. I'm telling you, you are the divine, and you have will, and your word is the word of goddess and God. You are a goddess and God already. Yet, you must also understand that this is important to do, this, this uh, framework and this stance, 
grounded in the body. I'm willing to see I'm safe. I can say yes and no. All of my choices are based on self-respect. This is the, the lower three chakra uh, pyramid. We want to be uh, solid and fully operational within you. So you know it's okay to be in your body and open to receive support, etc. Yet, in your unconscious, you are vibrating things that fit in the categories of, oh, well, that kind of experience in relationship really hurts and it's terrible. Uh, in another corner of your unconscious, you may be vibrating, oh, oh gosh, and this is from another life perhaps, any of these. Oh, I uh, keep making decisions and I seem to be the one who's in the wrong. Gosh, maybe I should feel guilty. In some other part of your unconscious, you may be vibrating things such as, I don't know if I'm safe. So I want you to understand, simultaneously as you assert the conscious things we're telling you to put into play, saying yes and no, etc. Looking at other people as divine messengers involves allowing that some of them are magnetized to you because of your unconscious pain and difficulty from other lifetimes. When your boundaries have been crossed, you may take away from it that you're not safe. Well, those boundaries were crossed. You were hurt. A better way of saying it is you were hurt because you vibrated to you an echo or a recreation of something that is stored in your field as hurt and must be resolved. And so you are drawing to you others to push your buttons, to open up unconscious other life wounding, to give you the opportunity to experience victimhood so you can eventually stop it, to give you the opportunity to feel that they are victims and you're a perpetrator so you can come to stop it as your soul gives them the same opportunities. And so other people are in your life not to make you happy or for you to make them happy. Other people are in your life, especially the most important people, to pull out your multi-life problems so you can go from fear, pain, all those related frequencies into acceptance, compassion, empowerment, all those uh, related love frequencies. Part of a human's brain may say, that is a bleak and lonely picture. <laughs> Yet this is exactly what is happening. You are the divine. You do not need a group or a relationship or a set of friends or even one friend to feel safe. None of these things, in fact, will ever make you feel safe. You must develop the inner security of understanding that is based in understanding that you are co-creating all you experience because you are the divine because your thoughts and attitudes, including the unconscious ones, are vibrating powerfully your life into existence around you. So, all of this, to get to the point where we say, one of the most important 
aspects of developing healthy boundaries is viewing others for what they are. And then, of course, turning that around to view you for what you are in their lives. They are here to pull out of you what you need to resolve to turn from fear, pain, anguish into love, acceptance, compassion. That is a function of other people from your soul's point of view. They are teachers, every single one of them. And so you have experienced pain, and you will continue to experience pain, whether you interact with others or not, by the way. If you have felt boundaries crossed quite a lot, you might say, maybe it's better for me to be alone, to not give people the opportunity to hurt me. And I want you to understand that as a portion of goddess and god consciousness, as a soul, your soul knows that you will be hurt. And I want you to move away from expectations that others can make you feel safe and move into an empowered, self-respecting process of saying yes and no when you mean it, so that you can learn from these other people as your soul needs you to do. Put your attention, please, on those cords into the earth, drawing this energy fully and deeply up into your body. Tune in to the frequency of that energy in your body. Be very aware of what it feels like to be in your body right now. I want you to decide that any debris that has come loose, any bits of garbage or junk you no longer need, any ideas of who you are because of your choices regarding boundaries or the lack of them, and any debris related to the idea of who others are because you have not had boundaries or they have not, and you have co-created difficult scenarios together that have affected you both. Decide all this debris can leave. You don't need it any longer to tell you who you are because you're a divine work in progress learning as you go. So much of what uh, we have been sharing with you thus far is about past relationships that uh, maybe have had uh, scenarios and uh, segments of those relationships, chapters, that uh, haven't felt good and maybe were in some ways difficult or damaging and painful. Some of those, of course, will be friendships. Some of them will be love relationships. A great deal of them will be family relationships. Because when you were born, there were already things happening among those bigger people who are already processing their own karmic garbage by themselves and together. I say uh, this with affection for all of your families and all these souls, but everyone is here to try to figure out how to go from fear into love, and that process involves feeling fear and all its related garbage frequencies, the low frequencies. Pain, anger, grief, rage, resentment, bitterness, depressiveness, jealousy, all these kinds of terrible things that we don't want to look at because we want to be good and healthy and happy. 
So you were born into a scenario where these things were happening and people were doing their best and people loved you. But you're picking up on things under the surface and they are imprinting you and what you think the world is like and what you believe is possible for you. So a lot of these, we could say, a lot of your boundary issues as an adult began when you were a child. You were small. You had no conception that you could say no. You were always trying to or saying yes, please, to what you liked and needed. But you may not, in certain scenarios, have understood that you, as a divine being, were equals with these others. They had the task, the responsibility of training you how to be human. And they had rules, and they shaped you into being the kind of person they thought is the right kind of person. So whether today or as you process this information over the next few days and weeks, if you're looking at boundary issues in your present day life or your adult relationships in the past, please do not fail to acknowledge the importance of scanning uh, the debris any inner kids of yours might be carrying about not being able to say no when you were a child. We're going to spend some time on this one because, again, adult boundary problems begin in childhood. The details of your present-day life and boundary issues matter, yet there is a source. There is a source from when you were a child and didn't have any conception that you were strong, that you were the divine, you were goddess and god already that you could develop self-respect. You don't learn that when you're three years old, when you're five years old. So, consider someone in your family from when you were younger. It is a highly likely a parent or both parents. It could be someone else. It could be a sibling, older. It could be a extended family, grandparents. Consider somebody who you felt you couldn't uh, get away from, you couldn't have your own space, something where you felt like this person was either controlling or causing you pain or harm in some way, and you couldn't stop it and didn't know how to stop it. You maybe felt as a child weak, and you were, as a child, small relative to these other people. Of course, physically small. And being a newer sort of human, you did not understand things yet. So consider from when you were a child. Those issues may still be with you. You may still carry an inner child of uh, whatever age may be appropriate for you. Certain experiences, certain dynamics with others where you couldn't say no thank you. That's where we're going to focus. I want you to decide that you're willing to feel whatever that old feeling is, and you're willing to meet it with compassion. In other words, that you will not judge what this younger part of you experienced or might express.
Now, I've asked you to consider earlier that everything that has happened to you in your life is part of your soul's journey, and uh, I didn't say it quite this way, but you are involved, you are in cahoots with the souls of others, because they are showing you what you need to learn and process. Well, the incubator of family could also be a crucible, is the focal point for everyone's experience regarding the conspiracy of love between souls, where they make agreements outside time to provide each other certain experiences and reflections so they may grow. Some of you may have grown up into adults who said, oh, at least I don't have to deal with that kind of person anymore, or at least I can get out of here. I want you to realize you may carry the imprint, you will carry the imprint all of your life. You may define yourself as against it in rebellion to what you experienced or were shown or taught or modeled, but you carry it with you. It is a primary component of your root chakra. So when I ask you to get grounded and stay in your body, if you have blocks to making peace with the past in this way, that will prevent you from getting fully grounded. Just a little context for you. So consider when you couldn't say no. And I want you to tell this inner child of yours, whether or not you feel this little boy or little girl with you now. Some of you may feel that vulnerable, sensitive part of you with you. Some of you may not, but I want you to announce, if not, I want you to announce that you are now the adult. And that you will never ignore when you need to say yes, please, or no, thank you. Make a commitment that you will never overlook when something is toxic to you and you must say no, thank you to maintain health. And I want you to tell this child he or she no longer needs to hold defensiveness to try to keep this influence at bay or out. Repeat once more, please, in this moment. Everything is fine, and I am safe. I am safe enough to be fully in my body and receive the support of the earth and these beings and Tom the Channel. I am always willing to say yes, please, and no, thank you, when I need to and when I mean it. and decide for the benefit of these uh, children. From this day forward, all of my choices are based in self-respect and lead to self-care. Decide I am worth self-respect 
and I am worth self-care. And I want you, as we finish this portion, to decide to be the right kind of adult for any inner kid who needs supportive guidance and who needs support and love. Now, what you considered, what experience or event or scenarios you called up in your mind to focus on, what was outstanding for you from your own experience. It could be a very drastic situation. It could be something less drastic and minor. But the point is, if you are going to have healthy boundaries with others now, you must make peace with the boundary problems of the past and these younger parts of you that you invariably still carry. You cannot banish parts of you who are unhappy. You should never try. They will not leave. Or if they leave, it's fragmentation and they must be called back. So your relationship with them is, is all important. And if they are afraid of what might come next, if they're afraid to receive that will make them a little messed up about giving as well, about being safe in your body, about relaxing, about feeling part of the fabric of life on Earth. Even if one person hurt you quite substantially, it may affect your willingness to open to people now, today. Maybe it's uh, what we would describe as trauma. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's chronic pressure or chronic criticism or... Uh, pointed criticism just often enough uh, to catch you off guard or to keep you from really feeling confident about yourself. It doesn't have to be the worst thing ever. It doesn't have to be traumatic. But chronic stress and chronic criticism causing chronic stress can add up to the same kind of effects of being shut down or closed off. Okay. So decide that any debris that these children or you may still be carrying about these things from the past, decide that you can now let them go because you are defining yourself as a work in progress, learning as you go. And these other souls are here to show you what you need to do to grow. Decide next, I always have the power to say yes, please, to what I like. And I always have the power to say no thank you to what I do not like and cannot use. Now I would like for you to shift what you are doing with your breathing and do the following. I want you to maintain the cords into the earth from the bottoms of your feet and your root chakra. And now I want you to open your crown simultaneously and breathe in from each source at the same time. It's a very different frequency. I encourage you not to ever open your crown without being grounded first. Then you will get maybe blissed out for a few minutes 
but then you will be flighty and flaky and not dependable and make silly choices because you're not grounded. So we always ground first and then open the crown. And bring both of those energies to your fourth chakra and then relax for every exhale. You are aligning yourself as spirit in the form of matter. Between, we say sometimes, a column connecting heaven and earth. And this is who you are. Spirit and matter. Spirit joined to matter. You are your divine self and you are also living in 3D with a personality and a mind that is narrating what things mean. You are both. You are connection to the higher truth and you are also the personal narrative the story, the history. I want you to decide as you breathe this way that you are willing to connect to the higher truth of who you are and why your life has unfolded the way that it has. And I want you to decide that you are ready to own the power to say yes please and the power as well as the power to say no thank you. And I want you to acknowledge, or at least decide you're willing to see, that you cannot live a human life without pain, without sometimes regret or sorrow, guilt or shame and grief, self-judgment, judgment of others. You literally cannot live a human life without these things. And I want you to decide that you are willing to powerfully own this truth. And now consider that every other human on the planet is in the same boat. None of them can live a human life without all of those things at some time, at certain points, at least some of them in any given life. It is impossible. You are not doing it wrong because you carry pain, have been hurt by others, or have hurt others. And I want you to decide you are ready to own the power of being one of the members of the uh, planet-wide conspiracy of love between souls. This is your nature. This is who you are. You are here to intentionally or unintentionally draw out other people's issues so they can go from fear into love. And I want you to own this. And I want you to decide that you're willing to view others in their process, in their pain, as divine beings, as souls, just like yours, learning as they go, just as you do, learning as you go. They may not know that pain, etc., are normal parts of life. They may want to blame you for causing their pain, as you at some points in life may have found yourself wanting or trying to or, or actually blaming others for your pain. You are here to inspire others through these dynamics 
to develop inner security and self-trust and self-respect and self-care. So this is your power regarding relationships with others. And so again, you must decide what you are willing to experience and what you are not willing to experience. You must generate those lists. It is up to you. And so I want you to decide that you're willing to be part of others' lives and stimulate them into this growth. And yet, you also have the right to, to choose not to experience certain things. Regarding your own experience as the center of your own story, your portion of this uh, conspiracy of love, this web of uh, conspiratorial loving contacts between souls, played out while human, your part of it is to be willing to engage with others and show them who they are with compassion, giving them the benefit of the doubt. But your part of it for you is to view others as souls here to do the same thing for you. And understand that every single one of you is learning about the need to own the power to say yes please and no thank you. It is entirely normal for others and for you to perceive you want and need things from each other. It is entirely normal for you and every other person to not want to give certain things to other people or be certain things for other people. It is all normal. You are trying to get your needs met. Everyone is trying to get their needs met. Yet, when you hear that others will not meet your needs, it is your job to become the source of love for yourself and recognize that a part of you is trying to fill in a gap so you have external safety because you do not yet fully have internal security. So, people want things from you and you find you must say no. If you must say no because of self-respect and self-care and sanity and health, then that person needs to hear no. If someone says no to you, you need to hear no. And this is the perfection of the interaction of the souls together. Humans bouncing into and off of each other, trying to find out what love is, where it comes from, and who's responsible for giving it to whom. Ultimately, your soul knows, as I said earlier, you will transform into being the source of love for yourself. And all of these people you are bouncing into and off of, you are colliding with periodically. All of those people are opportunities for you to see what you must transform from fear into love. And you are the same for them. Along this path of becoming a source of love for the self, you will find all the times when others will not love you or give you what you need.
so how is this to do with boundaries? Let's bring this back for the final portion of our time together. We have a few minutes left. As I asked you in the beginning to consider that you must take responsibility for asserting what you do and don't want to experience. And then I said, aha, but you will also attract to you uh, manifestations or reflections of what is in your unconscious that needs to be resolved. And then I said, view all these people as divine messengers and don't blame them and don't blame yourself, but seek to have an open heart to have compassion for all involved. And now I want you, as you breathe in from above and below simultaneously to your fourth chakra, breathe out through the heart center. Open the heart on every exhale. If you're familiar with the channels, grounding meditation, he says a white cord of light, wrap it around you. You may also emanate a soft mist to uh, come out of this uh, part of your field. Gently relax open this heart. On every exhale, and I want you to decide that you are willing to let go of blame of self and other for boundary problems. And that you are willing to accept that others are wanting things from you that you cannot give them or needing things from you that you cannot give them so that you own the divine power to say no thank you when you cannot because of self-respect. That person needs that thing from you and then you must say no. That person needs to hear no so he or she moves toward more self-respect and you do too. Now fitting with all of this, continue breathing in this way please, fitting with all of this is that you absorb energies from other people and they from you. After we end this call, I encourage you to consider people in your life you may feel are, uh, you have carried their stuff and you're carrying their stuff. This is kind of the, uh, the uh, advancement, the evolution of the boundaries conversation. What you carry from others, what they carry from you. Go through a process, and you can do this after we hang up, stay in this space, stay grounded with your heart open, and call back to you what you have loaned and forfeited and lost to others from the past and present. Call back to you what belongs to you, and call it back with gratitude. Those people are showing you something along your path to learning that you must grow into self-respect and self-care. And then I want you to take all of what you have carried from them and send it down into the earth and thank the earth for receiving this excess energy. Don't send it back to the people. Don't start a volley. They may unconsciously respond if, you, if they feel you are throwing something at them. They won't know what's happening. Very, very few people would be sensitive enough to understand or psychic and intuitive enough to be able to parse that. But just uh, send it to the earth and get rid of it. You no longer need it to tell you who you are. Someone else's judgment or emotions or problems or sense of inadequacy, it's not who you are. So this giving back and taking back process is extremely important. And it is something that you must do over and over again, over weeks and months and perhaps years, so that you can move beyond certain connections that don't serve you, but also strengthen connections that do serve you, but clean them up. 
I teach that you should never cut cords. Because of the nature of the souls being in, the, in conspiracy of love together in cahoots, cutting brings in a violence, a severing, an intent to sever that does not honor the love between the souls. So I encourage you to repeatedly, consistently, committedly, call back what belongs to you, call back with gratitude what belongs to you, uh, get rid of with gratitude what, belong, what belongs to them, and do that over and over and over and over and over again as you open your heart as you are now. You cannot clear up relationships with hatred. You cannot get closer to people you want to be connected to with hatred, with violence, with cutting. Put your attention on those cords from above and below, breathing in both energies to your heart chakra, opening that heart just a little more. Deciding that you're willing to say yes and no, and you're also willing to embrace your vulnerability because other people are affecting you so you grow. And you cannot avoid pain. So shutting down after what looks like a boundary crossing, after you've been hurt, or when you've hurt somebody and you judge yourself. Shutting down is not the answer. Storing those negative energies is not the answer. And finally, I want you to decide to give yourself the benefit of the doubt that you are learning as you go and that you are willing to give everyone else the benefit of the doubt that they are also learning as they go. And please recognize that you need each other you cannot do it alone. And every experience you have with others shows you something else about going from fear into love. Please take that opportunity and see the divine in yourself and in others. Thank you for your time and energy. The channel is going to end this meditation but you can uh, stay on this call and be in this space. Anything the channel has, uh, actually now this is Tom again, anything I have inadvertently loaned to you uh, while we're connected, I'm gonna call back to myself with gratitude for the opportunity to do this for you. And anything I may have inadvertently borrowed from you, I'm going to give back to you with the same gratitude. And I want you to echo that in your own uh, mind and heart to make sure that we are fully uh, separated after this energy work meditation. Okay, thank you. Uh, feel free to stay in this space and be good to yourself and drink lots of water and be gentle.